everybody, and welcome to another Root Issues podcast. As we, me, Steve, and now we've got Luke Tornar. Hello, hello. Yes, hello, sir. hello. Gather around the table and bridge the generational gap and discuss the root issues of our culture. In this Root Issues, we're going to be looking at the Great Exchange. While Steve was landing his foundation series this Sunday, looking at Genesis 3 and 4, we're going to be talking about the blood. And we're actually going to be able to bridge a generational gap because we've actually got generations in here. Yeah, our, our average age just got cut like in half <laughs> down in half, in Luke, half with 19 Luke, you know. coming in here. Well, you it's know, awesome. I'm like 8, 9, 10 years younger than you, Steve. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, in appearance, I'm like 20 years younger. I do. you got hearing aids. Well, I know, but that was from a traumatic injury, not age. <laughs> okay. those, those are war scars. War scars for you know being a youth pastor at a lock-in. Yeah, that yeah. was rough. That was rough. That was rough. That was rough. <laughs> All right, so anyway, we're going to be jumping in on the blood. Steve, you want to give a quick recap, and then Luke sure. and I will start kind of digging in? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, we close out this foundation series. We're looking at Genesis. We said in this series, if we get Genesis 1, 2, and 3 wrong, we get the rest of the Bible wrong. It's that foundational. Pretty much every major theological truth is rooted in somewhere within the beginning of Genesis. And um, so we just kind of look at some of those big issues. We wrapped it up on Sunday and uh, just on this big issue of uh, the blood and mm-hmm. uh, why is the blood so important. Um, uh, obviously, back to Genesis on that. And uh, and then we ended it with uh, the blood is, and obviously all the way through the blood of Christ, who is the ultimate fulfillment, is opens up this incredible gift, this incredible blessing of faith. And it's because of that blood, what Jesus perfect sacrifice that we can now by faith right take um and participate with god in all of his blessings all the promises of god and so we just looked at some throw out some big questions that often we a lot of the times i i mentioned to people hey let me know if you if heard of a sermon out there on the blood Going back to um, and answering these questions, why did Jesus have to die? Why yep. is his blood and only his blood adequate for redeeming mankind outside of just our Sunday school, you know, to forgive our sins? It's yeah. much deeper than that. Um, and how is the life in the blood, right? This is part of scripture. And why is blood required for the forgiveness of sins? Um, and, boy, I'd love to hear about it if that's yeah. it. Because, again, culturally, I think we've moved away from that uh, anything to do with wrath, this big word propitiation, which we mm-hmm. looked at in Romans chapter 3, uh, which is that it means satisfying the wrath of God, yeah. right? The justice of God so that we could have the righteousness of God, This ex- the biggest exchange ever, right? I give my filthy rags, I give my sin, shame, and guilt for this exchange. Jesus gives me his righteousness. God, mm-hmm. right, Second Corinthians 5, 21, God made him sin who was no sin so we could be the righteousness of God and, yeah. and, uh, and walk by faith um, now in this new life. So, we just kind of dug in Genesis yep. um, on that and looked at that first sacrifice. God made it. He yep. made animals. He sacrificed the first animal and made animal skins a proper covering for Adam and Eve rather than yep. the fig leaf. And then we moved into Adam, I mean, excuse me, into Cain and Abel. And we saw as they the first move out of the garden, and we, we see them start to read. What does worship look like now outside mm-hmm. of the garden? When now there's guilt, now there's evil, now there's sin. Um, how are we? How is mankind going to worship God? And so, this is where the we start to see the sacrificial aspect. Yeah. Abel comes with a, a blood sacrifice. Cain comes with grain sacrifice, and uh, obviously God accepts Abel's and not Cain's. And yeah. when we don't have, so this is kind of a big statement: when we don't have proper worship, 
is the consequence ultimately is the shedding of blood, the destruction mm-hmm. of God's creation, which is, again, that's the history of the world. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, you know, you know, you said a proper covering, and now you're not just speaking about leather or skin hide. Because, I mean, you know, I think sometimes people think that, like, oh, well, you know, they're going to get kicked out of the garden. It's going to be a little harsher out there, so leaves and fig leaves aren't going to cut it, and they're going to need something to cover them. And I think a lot of people just think, like, oh, you know, so he, you know, killed an animal so that they would have a leather hide. Yeah. But it's yeah. not that. No, it's not that because clearly we see with Cain and Abel that it, there's something deeper going on here. And, okay. of course, through remember the people – Moses wrote this. So the, the first readers of this are Israelites who are yeah. heavily now into um, the temple worship. How uh-huh. are we going to be in the Shekinah the – the presence of the Shekinah glory of God? Yeah. And this is where the sacrificial system uh, comes where the scripture says that, uh, you know, that without the shedding blood, there is not the forgiveness of sins. Yeah. I think it's really cool because like – so – my generation, I've kind of noticed this, is it's really hard to talk to kids or, you know, just a lot of Christians about mm-hmm. the Old Testament in general, but especially blood sacrifices, yeah. right. like sacrifices in general, like the Bible talks about sacrifices. Like we think, like our culture thinks of that like it's a pagan, right. very much thing. So. Yeah. And so I think it's amazing to talk about this stuff because everyone knows about the blood of Jesus that he died on the cross, that it forgave our sins, mm-hmm. but it becomes so much more real when you realize why that had to happen and mm-hmm. what happened before that, that made that kind of like just tie together perfectly. Like you said in the sermon, yeah. like the Bible is just so amazing with connecting yeah. all these, yeah. just yeah. the connections on, on everything. Everything. So. so a great question for you would be, why, why is that? Why is the culture? It's not just the young people. It's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, a large swath of our whole culture is just like removed from that discussion yeah. of blood, the idea of sacrifice, the mm-hmm. idea of really dealing with sin. I think any thoughts on that? Why are we, you know, we're all just about the kind of mushy love thing. Yeah. The forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. The cheap grace aspect of it. And right. obviously just keeping each other accountable. Right. Yeah. That's, I think a big thing too. Like, Hey man, that's not, what you're doing here is wrong. That's so hard to do, but it's yeah. the right thing to do. But our culture doesn't do that anymore. They're just like, do you do you, which is one of my least favorite sayings these days. Like, <laughs> right. You do you, yeah, like yeah. that's the most unloving thing you could really say, right? Because yeah. that's just harming them so much. So the whole aspect of just like right. the judgment aspect of God, which is one of the most beautiful things I think about God, but that so many people are missing out on. They just think of him as, a, uh, oh, he's a get out of jail free card, right? right. But no, he's a just... You know, if you think about like a courtroom, he's the perfect judge to make the right and the wrong go in the right places. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. No, that's good stuff. And I mean, when I think about it, like you know, just in the context of who my friends are, and it drives my wife crazy because my friends are middle schoolers, and I act like a middle schooler, but <laughs> their concept of like understanding, like you know, they get grace. Like middle schoolers will just sop up grace. Like with a sponge because they want to be loved. They want to be accepted because middle school is in the middle. You're not at the beginning and you're not at the end, and it's just awkward. And so they'll take that grace, but accountability is like so hard for them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just holding them accountable to a standard because they're in a place where they don't even know how to fix what they messed up. And so just even talking about the blood, talking about, you know, God's justice you know they do they 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 shriek at it like that's so harsh like why would he do that because they're just longing for this total acceptance which is offered to us through faith you know but it is just a big but there was gap. a heavy price to be paid but there was a heavy price to be right. paid and that's yeah. and that's the justice part and without that justice then we devolve into this social justice kind of thing yes. that's grabbed a hold of us and um 
And I think the lack of responsibility, the lack of accountability, you know, all of those things just are so much, right, part of our culture when Uh we don't understand, right? And let's just come back to the church. When when we as a church, as believers, don't understand, wow, what the price was. It's a cheap, I think as you said, Luke, it's a cheap grace because Mm -hmm. I'm receiving something without really understanding the magnitude of what was paid for Mm -hmm. me, right? This this big word, propitiation, right? That Jesus satisfied the justice of God for me yeah. so that I could experience the righteousness of God is uh, the, and that's all through the Bible the whole story that's the core right of of God's love for us that he sent his son right in that great exchange so that we could have life right yeah when we boil all the way down to it it's just like it goes back to us wanting to decide right from wrong, us wanting to decide yes. what justice is and defining and, that for ourselves. And so where does that, back to Genesis, where exactly. does that come from? Yeah, Adam and Eve. Right? There Adam you go. Eve, yeah. Nothing new under the sun, right? Yeah. That same, the same thing affects our flesh, right? Uh, we all want that. We all buy that same lie under every temptation. Yeah. And I mean, when you think about it, it's like, you know, with social justice and just doing socially good things, I mean, you know, it's just been my experience as a youth pastor. It is like far easier to get students hyped up about like a coat drive a food drive a shoe drive anything that's going to help and those are good things but if you were like you got to share the gospel with your friend because your friend doesn't have the atoning sacrifice of jesus in his life he doesn't have faith Ooh, that one becomes a lot harder mm-hmm. to get motivated and ramped up and excited about so wouldn't you guys say that another result of pulling back from the blood and the understanding yeah. the sacrifice that had to be paid for us, that another result of besides those things we've mentioned is that it just kind of erodes our, 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 as you said, the mandate for us to share, yeah. right? the passion to really why we need to share Jesus with people. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, what's your experience in that? I mean, I just had experience today where I was, my cousins were over from Switzerland and yeah. Um, they they're not believers. And all they that. just drop by. Well, yeah, essentially they're gonna go camping. But <laughs> okay, I was I was kind of telling them what I do in the morning is like, yeah, I wake up and I was gonna be like, I read the Bible. I was like, wait, no, I'm not gonna say that. They're gonna think differently. <laughs> I'm so like, I, I read something and then I go work out. Yeah. So it's just that it's so hard to do. <laughs> but then when you think about it, it's like this information I'm holding away from them could change yeah. their lives in such a crazy way. And just like yeah. not sharing essentially the sacrifice of Jesus. Right. Yeah. It's just so powerful. And we just, I think in our minds we always look at that and like make it seem not not too big of a deal and then yeah. but you know when you really look at it and when you really study the bible like this is the most important thing for us to do um so it's, spot it's on. Just, yeah exactly well i mean you know i mean you know there there's there's media like you could watch the passion you could you could watch the chosen however we haven't gotten that far in the chosen but i mean even like you know the lion witch in the wardrobe you know i mean narnia i mean just Aslan's sacrifice and then his resurrection i mean you know like those are the things that you know, we use a lot trying to just like remind kids like there was a mm-hmm. price that was paid. And if that price isn't paid, then you won't be found justified. Mm-hmm. And so it is important to share with your friends. And I mean, I mean, we don't like I'm not going to go like, oh, I'm so sorry. You like you sinned again, you know. But I mean, like, you know, we have to teach that you have the covering of the blood. And so now it's this great exchange, this transformation of I'm giving this to you, God. I've hung on to it too long. I need to let it go. You need, I'm going to receive something new from you, but we just hang on because I think somehow the, it, it's out there, the cultural lie. And you, you, you can speak into this, the cultural lie that if you give your full life to God, you will not be you anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a misconception you you're going to be the 
you know, the you that God created you to be. Mm-hmm. But I think what you said is like people accept the grace, but they don't change. They, yes. They're like, okay, everything I'm doing now, it's covered by grace. So I just it's covered keep doing by grace. It. And I'm just going to keep doing it because that's the higher price to pay is the exchange. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to give this away. Oh, but you know, I've had this for so long. This is my little, this is my little puppy, you know. Yeah. But to give it away, then you're going to get something better in exchange. Mm-hmm. But the culture just has that lie that you will not be you anymore. And I think sometimes it, it, you see it, like someone goes from black to white, from darkness to light, and then they're like, "Well, okay, yo, bro, tone it down." You know, I get your excitement, but you know, you're bringing judgment because mm-hmm. a lot of times a new believer will just look at everybody else who is sinning and then put them under the same mm-hmm. guidelines sure. as themselves. Sure. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You know, maybe we, we shift this to the great exchange just because of the blood. Yeah. You know, we have this amazing gift, right? Which the whole aspect of salvation is a gift. And, uh, and this, this amazing thing of faith, right? There's so much discussion about faith, yeah. right? And, uh, but it is a gift, right? Yeah. Ephesians two, and 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 uh, and the opening of that. But it, it, you know, the scripture says to please God, we must have faith. So mm-hmm. it's a partnership that I that it we each have to possible to impossible. please God exactly without faith. And then and that's everything, right? Yeah. So if we uh, want to receive this exchange, we have to be willing to come to God and lay down my will for His will, my mm-hmm. whatever the issue. Go down the list of yeah. sins for His life, my yeah. life, and all through the New Testament, right? Um, yeah. Uh, get rid of Paul says, get rid of the old self, lay it down, put on the new self, and um, and so I, I just. Uh, I think that this, for me, is probably one of the biggest barriers right today. In when we, if we shift this now to sanctification yeah. of, of, okay, because of the blood, what does mm-hmm. that mean for this exchange for the the God version of my life, rather than as y'all were saying, kind of my version yeah. that the mm-hmm. culture is saying. And the God version is always better, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just where's the faith? I have to have faith to take hold of that, right? The promises mm-hmm. of God and exchange my version for God's version, and. Um, I think this is the biggest barrier uh, in the sense of really encouraging and discipleship, pushing each other for, boy, what are the steps of faith we've made mm-hmm. and taking in my life yeah. to, to for that exchange? What have I exchanged lately, right, for to gain what God's version is for my life? Yeah. We kind of wrapped up in this therapeutic, just kind of theological, maybe just intellectual realm, and, and we never – seems like get to that supernatural, radical, yeah. transformational piece. That's where the testimony flows, yeah. right, in that whole thing. And so we talked about those three areas, right, of saving um, f- uh, faith, sanctifying faith, and then charismatic faith. Mm-hmm. And that that's the course, right, of in our kind of three Gs, grace, growth, greater Great things. Thing. We yeah. see this is what Jesus did with the disciples. We see this is spiritual growth that we – are say that we need faith to be saved to start that thing, and then we need to become like Jesus as yeah. sanctifying faith, and and then finally charismatic faith, meaning that uh, this is exchanging my powerless life for the power of the Holy Spirit, so I can minister like Jesus did, right, yeah. using the gifts of the Spirit of God mm-hmm. like Jesus did, and. Um, Boy, this is, I think, where this opposite goes, where the conversation with Christian upon Christian yeah. is like, man, where are we, where's, where's the exchange need to happen right yeah. now, right? Especially in light of this emotional um, trauma, right, yeah. with anxiety and everything else today is uh, Jesus says, come to me, right? Yeah. I'll give you rest for your soul. So in other words, exchange your depression, exchange your anxiety, go down the list of things. Yeah. I'll give you peace for your soul. And wow, where are we? We're missing that, 
right, in the in the church to really lay hold of that. So I don't know if you guys speak into that. Yeah, I mean, faith, it's so hard, I think, for a lot of people to define what that even is. Um, right. So, like, when I think of it as, like, faith, is that trust? Is there more than that in the word faith? It's just such a big word that I feel like it's just thrown out there so much, and people mm-hmm. are like... Yeah, you just got to have faith. We yeah, just kind of leave yeah, nebulous. Like, kinda, what do you mean? <laughs> right. What? Um, so, like, when it's, like, faith to move mountains or, you yeah. know, faith to whatever it is, it's, like, I don't know if you, if one of you two want to maybe describe more of, like, what does faith look like and kind of maybe some real-world scenarios where that could kind of, like, examples of that. Yeah, again, yeah. Uh, you know, we always, we can go start with Hebrews 11, 1, right? It's the assurance of things hoped for, for, the conviction yeah, of things not seen. Yeah. So I think at the essence, it's this gift. I have to realize this is doesn't come natural, right? It's something that is uh, – the Holy Spirit's working on me even before I'm saved. There's all another discussion. Somebody's praying for me in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. My eyes start opening. I start getting hungry for God. I start moving towards God, and God meets me there. Yeah. And then faith starts coming alive to the point where, boy, I'm finally ready to lay my life down and believe you, Jesus, yeah. right? And faith is an exchange. It is literally Jesus says, come follow me, deny yourself, pick up the cross, follow me. So faith at every point, right, is saying, Lord, I, even I, even this is how I feel. I'm going to lay that down. I'm going to trust you. So it is a very relational. It's not just some intellectual. It's totality, holistic aspect of my life. I'm trusting you, Jesus, your truth over my own desires or anybody else's and being willing it's that you know walk by faith not by sight so it's a step of faith it's this stepping out all right i'm going to believe what you say here god and i'm going to make my stand there Mm -hmm. and then the battle begins temptation there yeah everything else i think that's where doubt comes in but i think a big misconception is you can still have faith and doubt at the same time is that Mm -hmm. just misconception of mine or Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like uh well technically no um, (laughs) but that's a really great and very this is where it's the elephant in the room because i mean how many of us or and then you know because there's this cynicism in it and i think it's like in some of the older people and you know the adult parent people now you know Know, because there was that time where you prayed for a mountain to be moved, but it didn't move. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was like an actual mountain, like, I'm going to chew to go here into the sea. <laughs> you know, well, I got faith of a mustard seed. Or, you know, maybe it was for a parent. Maybe it was for divorce. Maybe it was for some hardship, but you didn't see it answered. And so cynicism moved in. Mm-hmm. Doubt moved in to that faith instead of writing it out, instead of, you know, taking the mature kind of like, okay, I'm going to start this i'm going to exchange this for this and i'm going to see god grow in me i think sometimes we jumped out there with hope for that supernatural to be like oh so magical which it is it's god's power but we 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 were jumping over skyscrapers before we knew how to walk yeah and i think this is the dynamic of the world of the will of god yeah. right and there's learning jesus says i don't do anything i don't see my father doing do so that the key there was he spent the time with the father mm-hmm. so when he asked he knew he was in alignment yeah. he says ask anything first john ask anything according to the will of god and i'll do yeah. it to you so there's this this the, it's this is this is part of my life learning to mature where i'm living by the will of god not my will that is going to usher me into a, mm-hmm. a life of faith where i 
I, I'm more in line with what God is doing and asking according to it, rather than just stepping out there, right? Oh, I know. You, yeah. you know, kind of like childlike, well, God, do this. Or walk on water. Whether, and I don't You're have, fine. and this is yeah. where the, I yeah, sunk. exactly. So, but this is where the yeah. doubt comes, this is where our battle of doubt comes in, yeah. and that's where we have to keep pressing into the trust aspect, right, of God. Now, I'd say this about doubt. I would, my statement would be doubt is dangerous. Now, why yeah. is doubt dangerous? Because doubt it, it does not build faith. And we have a cultural thing that says, oh, I embrace doubt. Doubt's good. Uh, I, I don't see that anywhere in the Bible because – now, and there's two different kinds of doubt. It's one thing for me to doubt. I prayed for somebody to be healed. Lord, why are you not healing them? Yeah. Right? And re- or like Job, I'm wrestling deeply. God, why are why you not, not answering this now? prayer? I don't call that doubt. That's wrestling faith. Yeah. Doubt starts – doubt is the temptation that leads me to a point where can I trust God? Yeah. Is God's word right? Is God even a good God? You didn't. You didn't heal this person. God, are you really good? See, that's the enemy who's moving. That's mm-hmm. that's unbelief, right? Which mm-hmm. is going to move me to a very dangerous place, and that's what I have to watch for. So I have to wrestle with God, right? That is struggle. That's healthy faith. That's the only way we grow our faith, right? And I, and I would say, like, in the absence of discipleship, in the absence of accountability, it's so easy to fall into that. Because you have to have that crew that's cheering you on, like, hey, bro, I know that was rough. I know that was rough, but we're going to keep praying. We're going to keep looking for something good to come from this. We're going to look for what is God's movement and plan here. Like, well, you know. look, we just had a huge tragedy yeah, in the tragedy valley, right, in the valley. with uh, yeah. one of our one of our bros, you know. Yeah. Um, how do you explain that kind of death, just a freakish yeah. accidental death? How do you make sense of something yeah. like that? You know, you can't in the absence of community because you're going to have a good day where you're like, I know God's going to do something from his life and his death. Yeah, and there's two routes to go. And then there's another day you're going to be like, I don't know. And somebody else comes along and cheers you on because it's their day of faith. And so I think discipleship and accountability. But as we look, culture just keeps isolating us right. you know, through social media, mm-hmm. through the screen. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I feel like – this is kind of going against on what you just said. Like doubt yeah. is kind of like in the right community, in the right body of Christ, doubt leads to questions in a way, right? And then yep. if you have the right people around you, that can lead to more understanding. Yes. Yeah, doubt on its own, just with no one around you or no, not even seeking answers, that's where it gets right. dangerous, and that's where the that's devil good. can really yeah, absolutely. jump in. If it le- you know, and that's the, that's the discipleship or the, or the nurturing of that mm-hmm. is, man, is that doubt going to lead me to faith or is yeah. it going to lead me to unbelief? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, a, that's that zone, right, that, mm-hmm. you know, that we have to nurture and mm-hmm. be open in conversation, yeah. You know, and I mean, just in the middle school world, we, you know, we deal with doubt because they're like, you know, I've been praying and praying and praying for a close friend, someone to be with, someone so I'm not alone. And then like, okay, it's your two of that same prayer request coming into me every Sunday, you know, and you're like, ah, oh, Lord, you know, what what needs to move here, you know? And sometimes I think it is, it's the absence of that individual to see what God has already given them Mm -hmm. and to give it value. Yeah. And so they're missing it because they're just hearing the lies from the thief over and over. And they're so much more in tune to the thief's voice than they are God's voice. Yeah. And and again, spiritual maturity is no matter where we are on that spectrum is to move from doubt and unbelief to faith. Yeah. Right. That course has to happen. If I linger in doubt, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Right. So would you say faith is full belief without any doubt? Well, I I think there's no way. That's a great question. I think there's no way to um, 
we want to be like Father Abraham, where where where, where you where we are tested and tested, and then mm-hmm. the ultimate test comes, and we're yeah. able to just be abandoned to God. I trust you, God. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that's a life. That's maturity. Right. That's that's where we're headed. And so, uh, I, I don't know if there's a full. You know, uh, there, there's always. Um, again, there's nothing wrong with doubt if I'm doubting what God, why he's doing what he's doing. That, that He invites that, like Job. Why are you, God, why yeah. did you do this? Yeah. Why, why yeah. did this tragedy happen? There's nothing wrong with that kind of doubt. See, I don't, that, that, that is, I think, where we need some better defining terms. I don't see that as dangerous doubt. That's just, that's struggling, right? Yeah. Doubt is like when I start to question God's very character. Mm-hmm. Right, his goodness is he his going justice. Yeah. his ju- his justice yeah. exactly? That's dangerous doubt, right? And to me, that more is technical doubt because when it comes to the relational, I'm doubting God Himself. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. If I'm doubting, you know, again wrestling with, wow, why did you do this, God, or yeah. why have you not done this? That's that that will be with that is healthy, right? That's yeah. just part of look at the, every. Every godly person in the Bible wrestled with well, God. That, that'll lead you to more faith, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, some of the cultural lie now is, like, you know, that the blood only bought us salvation, mm-hmm. you know. And then that's, like, where we look at the cheap grace. Like, I've got salvation, so I can yeah. go do what I want, but it's my life to live. And we're not seeing that the blood bought us a full existence mm-hmm. and union with God. No relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I use the word union in the same form as relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody is striving for the union. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah. you know, well, yeah. this was good today. I felt like God blessed me, <laughs> you know, and I, I prayed about that one and I saw God's blessing. But tomorrow, you know, I'm going to go do my own thing. And when I want something, then I'll pray for his blessings. But no one's looking for that. I'm like, I'm walking in union with God. Yeah. I know where he is going. And so, therefore, what I am doing is in partnership with him, so I'm seeing his will played out in my life. And so there is that sim- – just like the blood was just to cover sins but mm-hmm. not to give us union because yeah. I think we miss because we don't go back to Genesis and be like they walked and talked with God. Right, right. Yeah, now think about it. Like God's blood let us come into his will and his mm-hmm. ultimate plan. So ultimate plan, yeah. I love how all these just – Everything we're talking about seems like different things in parts of this podcast, but yeah. it all just comes perfectly back together. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. You know, it, it, it all connects, you yeah. know. Hey, I just want to throw, before we close this, I'm a big A.W. Tozier fan, and uh, he said this, and I mean, boy, I've been thinking about this all week. He, in light of faith, he says, in, in connecting, uh, and Tozier does such a great job of taking a passage and just blowing it up and mm-hmm. connecting Old and yeah. New Testaments together. He says this, what God has ever done for anyone, he will do for anyone else. Anything God ever did for anyone in faith, he will do for anyone else who meets his conditions. We have to have faith if God is going to do anything for us. Yeah. And I just think it's it, – I think back to your question, you know, Luke, of what is faith? I, I, boy, I think we have to linger and talk through that more um, But because we want – it's a – I think it's also an ad, it's a um, it's a mentality, right? It's a kingdom mentality. It's a relational security, knowing that I am God's child, and because of that, yeah. I can live in faith. And man, when it goes to my prayer life or my expectation in life, to realize whatever He's done, mm-hmm. any of these promises I read in the Bible, I'm yeah. a child of God. I can lay hold of that promise by faith. Yeah. You know, there isn't a barrier like I can't. Well, I can't have that. You know, whatever yeah. all the lies that come. 
And, and that's kind of what he meant to the disciples, I think. He says, yeah. man, you have faith of mustard, you see. You know, he didn't put a contingent on that. Like, yeah. No, just you guys can. And, yeah. But these guys, you know. Yeah. If you have faith, if you know him, right, then there, it, he never puts a limit on mm-hmm. what we can um, call for and move into. That's yeah. the amazing thing. I mean, Jesus' parting words, right? You'll do more than I did. So, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> greater things. Actually, greater things. Right? Greater, greater things. I mean, greater, growth. Well, greater things. That's what yeah, greater so, things And that's a big now. question. Uh, who of us it's is going for greater things? Yeah. Yeah. Are we asking for that? We'll yeah. just limit ourselves like way under Jesus, I feel yeah. like. Well, right. I mean, you know, that gets into right. do and you there's know the, who you are. Right. And there's yeah. the doubt, right? Yeah. There's, there's the doubt. When I start doubting who I am, I can't ask for that or I can't go for that. Yeah. Right. Um, no, I mean, I so it's just, that battle of yeah. faith, right? And so this is where we had. I think this is just ground zero, right, yeah. for mm-hmm. our discipleship and yeah. discussing with each other. Man, how's your faith doing? Yeah, and to drill in on that stuff. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've heard it so many times. Like, oh, God will do that for my wife. That God will do it for my children. I just don't see that God's going to do it for me. You know, like, well, why are you discounting yourself? You yeah, know, like the blood uh, covers you. As Michelle well. and I were walking, yeah. and we ran into a neighbor, and he's like, "Oh, I got I need you to pray for my son. I need, yeah. you've got that direct connection. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know." And it's just like, you know, you laugh. Yeah, but, but see, like, fundamentally, yeah. they have yeah. a wrong understanding. Like, yeah. I have nothing more than you have. It's yeah. just I might be taking it more yeah. freely, totally. but you can have it too, right? It's back to this quote. You know? Yeah. Now that it's a powerful quote. You got anything to land on? Ooh, Bridge that well, generational gap right now. I've always got more questions, like, okay. like our generation does. And yeah. We don't seek for answers, so um, <laughs> <laughs> look for those answers, I think, is kind of what I want to land on. Like, yeah, it's great. We have so many questions, but just seeking the answers will give you so much more peace and understanding mm-hmm. and ultimately more faith, I think. So yeah. I think, yeah, just a heart of seeking the truth. All right. It's fantastic. Love it. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening to your midweek jolt root issues. Um, you can always reach us at root issues at ccaspen.com if you have any questions or comments. And we're going to keep looking around and oh, bridge yeah. that generational gap. Y'all have a great week until next time. Bye bye. <laughs>